Alrighty then, we are here in lovely, what town are we in? Clinton? Clinton, Clinton, right? Clinton, Massachusetts. You know, I remember that. Did you? I tried to, my best. It's impressive. Well, when you have a big brain (laughs) and you drink a lot of alcohol. You know what that means. That big brain becomes smaller. A wet brain. Becomes a wet brain. Thank you, Yeah, that's the scientific term for it, actually, wet brain. Is it? Like, what scientists made that up? Yeah, look it up. Shit, I It's a real thing. All right, our listeners, look it up. Send me the article. <laughs> I don't know how to use the Google, so. I hate to take this joke into something, you know, real, yeah. but hey. What's sorry. in Clinton? Uh, Robert F. Kennedy Children's Action Corps. Wait, what? Yeah. Wait, what? I used to work there. Wait, what is it? <laughs> no, I, was it in Clinton or was it in a town over? Um, RFK? Yeah. Or Children's Action Corps. It's like a place for troubled kids. Okay, well, we don't care about that. Yeah. Sterling Street no, Brewing is here. It's yeah. fine. We're, we're great, I don't recommend. Great intro, Eric. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> R- RFK already had his day. Um, there's bill, billiards over there. That's that's pretty cool. Okay, we're at Sterling. It's not cool. cool. It's, no. Don't go over there. <laughs> can you not. smoke inside there? I agree. There? No, you can't, but you, you will can. get in a fight. That's even Whether or not you want to be in a fight, you will get in a fight. Right. Where is this? It's just uh, around the, the pool hall. Oh. Right across the street. People <laughs> take their pool very seriously in Clinton. Very seriously. Fun fact. So, uh, what's up? How are you, Mike? I'm good. What's, how are you guys? You know, how, how was the drive out? The drive out was beautiful. That 495 belt is picturesque. I, I love nothing more than driving down 495 and yeah. just looking at all the trees on the side of the road. <laughs> That's really, yeah. And Route mm-hmm. 2 is really nice for that, too. Yeah, I, I, man, I've never been more angry in my entire life than any time I've been on Route 2. What music do you listen to to get <laughs> on Route 2? It doesn't even matter at that oh, point. Really? I would think like Wilson Pickett. Uh, like, yeah. Well, I mean, here's the real question. Wilson Phillip, I mean, sorry. Route yeah. 2 or 202, which one would you rather? I've never driven 202. So. Good, don't. Yeah. It's just windy, <laughs> annoying, tr- more trees. I right. guess. Yeah, fuck trees. Yeah, you know what? <laughs> if if I have to choose, I'll just sell my car. You shouldn't. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's sell your car. Just yeah. live at the brewery. Yeah. That's not a code violation. I'm only a mile down the street, so I could walk here. Yeah, but walking's Jeez. for squares. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And who I wants mean, to get be my healthy? cardio in, though? All right, fuck yeah. Let's do that. <laughs> yeah. We're, we're, we're going to go right to his place after yeah. this. Yeah. Build some cardio. So uh, what are we drinking right now? We're going to go right into that. What are you drinking? Delicious beer. I'm drinking a half. A half of Hefeweizen. Half of Eisen, yeah. It's great. Is that how you say? How do you say it here? Hefeweizen. Hefeweizen. Some Hefeweizen. Places, <laughs> some places say it differently. And do he- they? Hefeweizen. Yeah, Hefeweizen. Yeah. Mm. Hefe. My, my first brewing job, I had a guy ask me for the Hoffa Watson. Oh, where was we that? Had, that That's was at original. Uh, John Harvard's. Oh, that uh, doesn't right. even. Well, that exists. Yeah, they're gone. Yeah, they're gone. Yep. That's why. No, I'm just kidding. No, 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 that's not why. <laughs> Weren't they a shirts on tap shirt? They were. Like, for not that long for ago. For a day, and then they we, retired. We were supposed to be, and then COVID hit. I'm yeah. pretty sure well, I, I was actually, I was the one that started the shirts on tap thing yeah. for Harvard's. And we were I'm supposed pretty to sure out. I got one. I have Did a you? shirt, I'm yeah. Almost, I, re, like, I have a sticker. I have a yeah, It's uh, a green shirt. You could sell that on eBay for some, like, oh, $2. They, they told me that they weren't going to go through with it because oh. of COVID. Oh, so no, it happened. I, <laughs> I never got one. LOL. Aww. Do you want one? Ryan has one. It smells like fish I wear it at work. <laughs> no, it's okay. Okay. Oh. Thanks, so. You're welcome. <laughs> cool. <laughs> that, was, that was a great story. Good story. Well, I'm, I'm drinking the Hefe Wasing Wasing. <laughs> no, no. I'm drinking the Hefeweizen. It's very good. I yeah. have the Hellas. It slaps. Yeah, I'm having the um, the Irish Belt. And I'm having and, the... Um, somebody just fell. Yeah. <laughs> Hunter, that's good right there. Yeah, just leave it there. 
You got it, man. Oh, sweet. That's our kitchen guy, Hunter. He likes to drop things, and I like to tell him that it's good just wherever he puts that. I love it. That's classic Hunter for you, right? Yeah. Like, I can't, like, if, if he drops anything, I can't go without telling him, like, yep, yeah, it's fine. So you're going to hear that a lot during this episode? Yeah, stay Fore- tuned. Foreshadowing. Yep. Yeah, we're, we're, like, pretty close to where everything happens. You wouldn't? No. This is a cool place. I actually like it. Is the I like place. the uh, I like the feel. Uh, we're in the middle of March right now, and the wind and the doors are open, and we're not freezing it's our ass. So on, nice, which is lovely. The sun, cute. I don't. Wow, it's like I'm also in a good mood. It's weird. Yeah, this is the sun comes out, and it's like life isn't so bad anymore. No, it still is crippling depression for real, but whatever. <laughs> that garage door is definitely my favorite thing about this brewery. That's it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That, like that's that's top of the list for me. Yeah. I've worked in a lot of like dungeons of a brewery where yeah. you don't see the sun. Like John Harbors. Ever. Not, Not I mean the one, the one in Boston. I feel like was like that. Cambridge was. That's what I mean. Cambridge. I yes. worked at Framingham. Okay. Okay. Cool. Yep. Um, which had windows yes. all over the place. Yes. Which was great, but here, I open up this door, and sometimes the boss is like, "Hey, don't open the door." I'm like, "Okay." You got it. Sometimes. But <laughs> sometimes he's like... But now the door's it. open. Sometimes he's like, yeah, the door's good to be open. Yeah, we want the door. Yeah. Cool. It's cool. pretty much, I if like the it. AC's on, don't open the door. Well, that makes yeah, sense. Fair enough, I guess. I mean, I can't argue with that one. Ryan, can you argue with that? Negative coast right now. All right, so we're in Clinton. We've mentioned that a hundred times. We're at Sterling Street. Sterling Street, yeah. Almost a hundred times. In- interview over. <laughs> no, um, Nailed it. Uh, you've been in the, in the beer industry for a while. Yep. So tell us um, about your journey in craft beer. So I was in my junior year at Framingham State. Nice. What's um, their mascot? The Ram. Go Rams. Framingham State Rams. <laughs> They're in Rams in Massachusetts? No. Nah, at, like, farms. Yeah. Not naturally. Not naturally. Yeah. Fuck them. Yep. All right. Next. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. So I was in my junior year, um, and I got a job waiting tables at John Harvard's and I was most of the way through my psychology slash neuroscience degree and I realized the only way to actually make money on that make money quote unquote yeah. <laughs> what's money yeah was to get a PhD yeah. and spend the rest of my life sitting at a computer which for me is like soul crushing that's a primal yeah. fear for me that's a definite <laughs> yeah. like I it, mm. It'll take me like three hours to build up the courage to do five minutes worth of paperwork mm-hmm. on yeah. my laptop, and that happens maybe once a month Oof. here, where I, I actually it. have to put numbers in. Yeah. Um, so I walked into the brewery at John Harvard's one day, and I talked to the head brewer, and I was like, "Hey, can I help you guys out?" So it's a classic hero's journey where he handed me a <laughs> deck brush, and he was like, "Yeah, go clean the floors over there." And you did your side quest. And I did my side quest, yeah. and I. Yeah leveled up and and eventually got to the main campaign eventually got to the main campaign yeah nice Um, (laughs) and yeah started off washing kegs cleaning tanks started brewing there after a few months um pretty much running the cellar after about six months maybe a year or so uh i was there for four years i was at exhibit a as a, a cellarman for three months and then Boston Beer Works came after me, and they wanted me to run their Framingham location. So I went over there, ran that for, geez, I don't know, eight months or so. They moved me out to Lowell to the production plant. They had that big 50-barrel production plant mm. right by... Um, the Saugus Arena. Yeah, right yeah. by the Saugus, yep. yep. And uh, 
they closed. <laughs> yeah, they're gone. They're yeah. gone now. Um, for better or worse, you can say it. You can not to speak ill of the dead, now. but yeah. for better. For better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For We've better. had many guests yeah. piss on their grave, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then I took probably, I don't know, two months off of like doing actual production work and went back to John Harvard's just waiting tables until I could find another job. And then I took over at Mystic as the head brewer. Yeah. Rest, in, rest in peace. Death follows you, bro. What 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 are you doing? Um um <laughs> hold on, shit. it gets better. Yeah. It gets better. <laughs> oh my god. It gets better. And then I went back again to John Harvard's in Framingham as the head brewer. And then COVID hit. Yeah. And they let me go and then they shut it down. And the day after they let me go, I got in touch with Mason Jesse, who owns Sterling. Sterling Street. And I consulted for them, which was, it's weird for me to say that because they basically had the whole plan, like, figured out and done. They had everything. You just finalized it for them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They were they're like, like, this is a good idea. Yeah, yeah. they're like, so, yeah. so what do we need? And I'm like, uh, like, tri clamp gaskets? <laughs> yeah. I guess, I don't know, yeah. you already have the equipment ordered. You have a really good blueprint. You have everything planned out well. Uh, you need like some tri clamps, some gaskets, a couple butterfly valves. Are you really paying me for this right now? <laughs> this seems insane. Yeah. <laughs> and they were. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. Um, not much though. I didn't like. I wasn't gonna pad the check or anything. Mm, yeah. I was just mm. like, yeah, I did like a couple hours worth of work. Yeah. That's it. Hey, you want to be yeah. our brewer? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, and it was it was conditional. That was in May of 2020, and I worked with them throughout the summer to make sure that everything was good to go. Yeah. yeah. But they already had this space leased. They had all the equipment ordered except for this big guy. You guys who are listening cannot see it, but I'm yeah. pointing at the big tank that we have. It's a big boy. We got that six months after we opened. Nice. Cool. And what I, was opening day for you? Do you remember? October 10th of 2020. 2020. Okay. Right in the middle of the pandemic. Okay. Yeah. Something <clears throat> Easy clap. But easy clap. Yeah. 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 Not bad. Super simple to open up when nothing is allowed to be open. Yeah. Yeah. Was that fun? Mm-hmm. <laughs> we, um, it was so bored. easy. Barely an inconvenience. Yeah. We were packed that entire first day. Wow. I mean, definitely like beyond the recommendations. Right. Right. Yeah. Packed. <laughs> um, and we've been. Pack since we've been doing very well, yeah. Since then, so your growth has kind of been I don't want to say like uh unexpected, but <laughs> a lot of people know who you are, yeah. We did, we really didn't expect it to kind of go the way that it has. Why? Um, what's happened? What did you guys do? He's here, magic, they, death they, follows. <laughs> Only after I leave a brewery, though. Yeah, yeah don't leave. Yeah, yeah, don't yeah. leave. <laughs> I've, I've never shut a brewery down. It's only after I've left that yeah. breweries have shut down. Um, uh, Mace and Jesse are both incredibly business-minded, and they're super talented at running a business, um, especially something like That's this. Huge. Like This just seems to be their, like, their niche, where they fall into in life, and I'm good at one thing, and that's making beer. <laughs> cool. Not to toot my own horn, but... Yeah. Pretty good at it. Yeah, I'm just I, I make beer. That's all I got. <laughs> yeah. So, what kind of beer do you like to make? Oh, I like to make all kinds. Yeah, love it. Um, I can't say that I like to drink all kinds. Oh yeah, fair enough. But like, you know, our fruited lactose sour that. Is that your has, favorite? Yeah, it's on my. 
Definitely not my favorite. (laughs) But I I love making it, but I hate drinking it. Yeah. I I think there's definitely a point where you get to saying, you know, I don't like this beer, but they don't pay me to have opinions on Mm. whether or not I like the beer that I make. Sure. So, And it's consumer-driven, really. Exactly. Like, I don't get paid to make shitty beer because I don't like that style of beer. I get paid to make good beer whether or not I feel a certain way about it. Definitely. Um, yeah. I, I like to make beers that challenge me. Like what thing? Oh, sorry, sorry. Yeah, continue. The things that just, you know, kind of break the box and and keep my chops up and keep me on my feet. Yeah, make it more interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What beers are Sterling Street known for? Our flagship is our otherwise. That's just our house, New England IPA. Um, I've brewed more of that beer than any other beer. We Shocker. Have, right? <laughs> yeah. So we have, um, I think we're at 186 or 187 batches wow. total. In under two years almost, right? Yeah, yeah, in about two and a half years. And I've brewed 33 batches of otherwise. That that one's just like every other week, yeah. make a new batch. Otherwise, yeah. Um, so it's always in the tanks. That's always going. Yep. Um, we have a farmhouse ale up right now that I'm really happy with, and has actually been received pretty well. Nice. Um, having worked at Mystic, it's kind of hard to make farmhouse ales popular. Yeah. Um, yeah. Especially when you get them right. Mm-hmm. And I think we kind of managed to bridge the gap between getting it right and making it popular. Yeah. Um, so how did you do that? Like what <clears throat> flavors, I guess, did you push for to make it more approachable? I like to go with a, a French Saison yeast. Mm-hmm. That's that's my normal take on a farmhouse ale. Because um, obviously you have your your broad category of farmhouse. Right. This one, if you get down to the nitty gritty, is just a French Saison. Okay. Pretty much. Uh, and that one was, that was just all Perla hops. Um mm-hmm. Flaked wheat, malted wheat. I can't remember the the grain bill off the top of my head, but there might have been a bit of Vienna in there too. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. Pretty simple. Yeah. Super dry. Yeah. Finished out at like 0.2 Play-Doh. Yeah. Uh, like it's just super drinkable. Uh, it's got that that like white pepper spice to it, like that barnyard funk. Sure. You expect. Cool. I'd fuck with it. Love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, we gotta keep the race on. Ryan's giving me the the. We got some words from our sponsors, and then we're gonna get into some other things about Sterling Street. Take it away, sound guy. At our local homebrew shop, beer and wine hobby, you can get everything you need to make beer, wine, cider, cheese, and more. Not sure where to start? They have knowledgeable staff there to help. Beer and Wine Hobby is family-owned and located in Danvers, Massachusetts. Visit their website, beer-wine.com, and use our promo code BRUITS for 10% off your online order today. Shirts on Tap is the box subscription service for craft beer lovers. Each month, Shirts on Tap partners up with seven different breweries from across the country and collaborates on a sweet custom shirt design. We've been teamed up with Shirts on Tap since the inception of the podcast and are proud to announce a new promo code for all of our listeners. 
To get your first shirt for $5 off, go to the link in our description below and use the promo code. And remember, drink better beer, wear better shirts. Hey, we are back. Ryan has sufficiently hacked the mainframe. No. No? No. 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 Just hit record. He just hit record. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Um, so Sterling Street, you came in really in the infancy of it. Mm-hmm. Not the infancy of the thought, but opening and yep. coming in. Working at already established breweries, what was different for you? I had never... Um, I'd never commissioned a brewery before. Like, I'd never been there for... The beginning. Yeah, Day exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I'd never been the first person to passivate a tank or clean the brew house mm-hmm. or like do a water brew yeah on the brew house so at that point you know i had going on eight years experience as a brewer and mason jesse were like so how do you do a water brew i'm like fuck if i know <laughs> yeah. I have n- i've never had to do this before so i had to reach out to all my friends in the beer industry i yeah. reached out to Alan from Amory's Tomb, JP from Lost Shoe. Yeah. Like, just everyone that I knew that had done these things. And I was like, how do you do a water brew? They're <laughs> like, just put a barrel in your mash tun and make the pump, make sure that the pumps work. I'm like, all right, that's easy. Yeah. I could have done that just with the CIP. <laughs> I already did that. They were like, you yep. dingus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then just, like, getting the equipment in and making sure that everything was in the right spot. Yeah, that was huge for me too. And then just figuring out, it, it took me at least six months to figure out, you know, all the weird like quirks of Lots the system, of, yeah. and then yeah. another six months to like really dial everything in and get it to where it needed to be. Yeah, um, and that's even, typical for any brewery that's opening, though. I feel right, like that's not atypical. Um, you mentioned Alan from Emory's Tomb, awesome yep. guy. Um, what's the scene like out here? I feel like every brewery is so far away from each other, but you're close. Like we're close. Yeah, yeah. It's so probably. I mean, as far as mileage goes, like the closest brewery to us would be either Medusa or yep. Clover Road over in Hudson. Mm-hmm. But the quickest trip from where we're sitting right now to another brewery would be Greater Good. Really? They're like fourteen, fifteen minutes away. Shit, it's not crazy. Worcester, Worcester is super, <laughs> super close, close yeah. like yeah. In, incredibly close. Um, it just feels like this area, no offense to this area, doesn't get the quote unquote respect. Yep, it's isolated. It's isolated. Yeah, yeah. It's very isolated, um, and I think that's why the way that we run things here, it works so well for us because the people in Clinton aren't going to drive to Worcester to go get a beer. True, but they will absolutely drive here, even if they're like. Even if they're the regulars at the dive bar down the street and they're like, I only want Bud Light. Like, we got a beer for you, dude. Come on in. Yeah. Um, So it's very Clinton first, kind of like the people are. mm -hmm. It's it's very much a neighborhood brewery. That's cool. Yeah. And that's kind of the approach that you have to take in this area. But you've elevated that beyond that. Yeah, I like to think so. Definitely. Uh, We have we have people coming out from all over. We have people driving out from Boston to come out and have beers like uh, uh, Boston Beer, Beer Girl came mm-hmm. out 
like a year, year and a half ago, and she was like, I heard all about you guys. I had to come out and try it. And I'm like, well, thanks. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Appreciate it. Yeah. The beer's um, good. That, yeah. It's, no, definitely. They definitely take a lot off my plate so I can just focus on making the best possible beer. That's huge, I think. Like, yeah. Brian does all the ordering and the scheduling and, and figures out what we need and when we need it. Jesse does most of the sales stuff and like the events planning, and I just take care of the production side, and that's it. Easy peasy. Yeah, not like you have to focus on social media or anything. Like exactly. That. Yeah, so you're yep. good at you're doing what you're quote unquote good at. Yeah, there's there's a very clear division of labor that we've kind of fallen into, and it you know it took some trial and error, obviously, as all these things do. But so, having to be kind of the local watering hole, if you will. What beers do you feel that you always have to have available for the locals? We always have. We always have. Otherwise, uh, of course, the IPA. Yep. Yep. We always have Hello Clinton, which is our Blondale. Mm-hmm. Um, that was actually the the first recipe that we ran through the system, just as like a test batch sure. to say, okay, you know, I looked at the system and I was like, I expect this to happen, and then let's see what actually happens, and then I'll adjust the numbers down to that. Um, so we always have the Blondale on. We always have some sort of lager going. We always have some sort of stout going. We always have uh, Newfound, which is our pale ale, which is our it's our all citra pale ale mm-hmm. going. And then we always have some sort of double IPA, and then a different New England going. Yeah. On top of that. Yeah. And now our our West Coast. IPA still, that still is the name. I'm not just saying that as a pause. <laughs> um, still IPA is kind of coming into the fold as like an always on beer. Yeah. Um, do you see people digging the West Coast? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Yep. We have one regular who comes in here every single day and gets like four pints. Oh my God. Oh my God. God. <laughs> now, is that, do you see the tide? It's never going to turn, but do you see people? being more open to West Coast IPAs? I do. Yep. Other styles in general, even. I mean, well, yeah. augers. Yeah. I, I was just saying today to... The Void? Whoever the fuck, yeah. Myself, <laughs> yeah. probably. Or the I Mirror. Was, <laughs> or I was talking to the cellar pump. I was like, British beers are making a comeback. Oh my God. <laughs> West Coast IPAs are making a comeback. <laughs> like, I, I really think that we're going to see a, a big turn back towards smaller neighborhood breweries and classic styles. I feel like that's all you can be now. I mean, no one's going to be the next Alchemist or the next Sam Adams or Treehouse. I feel like at this point, it really is just focused on that local Mm -hmm. um, neighborhood bar brewery. Yeah, and like no one... I mean, Treehouse did it right because they don't do the distribution and if, if you look at distribution margins, they're shit. Right. Like you lose as soon as your so, your beer hits a can, you're losing money. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. Um, the majority of our sales go through draft. That's the best way to do it, though. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, we like that when it happens. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> it keeps my paychecks coming. Right. Yeah. Correct. <laughs> it gets everyone else paid. It pays the rent. It keeps the lights on. Keeps like, the lights on. Yeah. Um, I think that's going to be the the big thing. Definitely. Coming up Agreed. in the summer, what do you think the beer of the summer is going to be? IPAs. 
Claire. Session pails. Is yeah. session still a thing? Yes. Yeah. It, it is. I've seen yeah. more okay. session IPAs I think it's and a, things, I feel like, lately. Yeah. Well, with things being low ABV. Right. It's kind of that That's bridge of the gap. That's just a pale ale with different words. I just, I'm just saying. <laughs> it's, well, it's, no, it's really, it's a marketing thing. I mean, yeah. they've used yeah. that, like, you know, you got IPL versus, cold you know, IPL. cold IPA. It has IPA on it, so people are going to buy it. It's all about the um, Exactly. Yeah. yeah. If it says anything IPA, it's going to sell, yeah. you know. That's, um, and they see session, it's a familiar word to them, so they'll probably buy it. That's why we call our farmhouse a farmhouse, even though, like, when you boil it down, forgive the it's pun. Saison. French saison. Yeah, it's yeah. a it's a provincial, more specific, more specific <laughs> than French saison. It's a provincial saison. Um, what is that? That's like your your South Belgian saison, <laughs> right? With French yeast. No one knows it though. Yeah, <laughs> nobody knows it. Yeah, if I have to Google it, I don't want it. <sighs> we did establish you're bad at the Googles. We did. We did. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so we're saying the, the strategy for success, quote unquote, let's keep it local. Mm-hmm. Um, this area does a great job of keeping it local. I think there's a lot of, we were just at Dirigible. They were talking about how their locals keep the door open. When you talk to Amory Tomb, Alan's always like, the locals keep us open. Yep. Even Medusa for a certain fact. I mean, Medusa's Absolutely. big. They distribute all throughout the state. You go in there, you know there's regulars in there that there. Yeah, you know half the people in there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I until I moved, so I live in Clinton now. Okay. Um, I used to live in Marlboro, like a five-minute drive from Medusa. So I was there at least twice a week. They knew mm-hmm. you. Yeah. Yeah. Like, the, the locals are what's going to keep your doors open. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, do you feel like there's a tide turning in craft beer, though, from craft beer to low alcohol no no alcohol seltzers yes and no um I think that the people that want NA beers and they want seltzers like they already have their favorites and they know where to go so we have we have a seltzer on um just because we have a lot of people who come in here and they want to drink a beer. Yeah. But they have celiacs or they don't like beer or, you know, whatever yes. their reason is that they're not going to drink a beer. We have a seltzer on just to sort of Well, it's them. like those groups, right? People want to go out in a group. But there's right. always that one person who, like you said, doesn't necessarily like beer. So it's nice to have something for them. Yeah, exactly. You know, and, you know it's not all that difficult. stay around. Yeah. 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 Um. I definitely think that a lower alcohol wave is coming. I think that people want to go out and spend a lot of time in a brewery yeah. and not get tanked <laughs> and then, like, just be able to go home or be able to bar hop. Or greater good. No, yeah. No, no. <laughs> no, but it's well, also even like... even they've got the sole purpose. No, I know. Yeah, yeah, they yeah, started doing that now, yeah. too. Yeah, and also it's about, like, I feel like for me, anyway, it's like a budget thing. It's like, well, I could buy four of these session beers or one or two of these massive yeah. IPAs, right? Exactly. Um, so that's kind of nice, too. Yeah. Do you feel like the beer industry is getting more like cookie cutter? How everyone's doing like the same thing? How do you stand out? I think it, so this is, a, this is a yes and no. I think that everyone's doing the same thing but I think that 
everyone has their own approach to doing the same thing. So when I was at Harvard's, we had, well, we had at that point three different breweries, or no, I'm sorry, four different breweries, brew pubs, they were. So we had one on Long Island, one in Providence, one in Cambridge, one in Framingham. And I can't remember what the four, like, flagship beers were, but we each had to keep those four beers on tap at all times. And they were, the recipes were pretty similar, but it was up to each brewer to kind of have their own technique. It was up to each brewer to to make their own take on it. So you could go to Long Island and get the pale ale, and then you'd go up to Framingham and get the pale ale. And they'd be they'd be similar, but they wouldn't be exactly the same. Um, and I think that's holding true now for... Everyone's the, making IPAs, but they're all kind of making them in their own way, in a sense. Right. right. That, that's holding true for the industry as a whole. Yeah. You have everyone making beer their way. Yeah. So it's not a bad thing that everyone's making IPAs. Right. It's not a bad thing. Czech Republic's made a way of that for centuries. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, it's it's a better reflection of the industry and what it means to be a craft brewer if you have everyone making the same beer, but you can go to whatever brewery and get their own take on it. Yeah. Like, no one's ever, you know, no one's ever looked at restaurants and said, well, how come every restaurant I go to has a cheeseburger? Yeah. Like, they all <laughs> you know? do it differently. Right, yeah. right. No, that's a good way to look at it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, how are you standing out, though, from all the breweries in Massachusetts? Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Well, um, I'll let you think about it. Ryan's giving me the symbol. We'll keep the uh, lights on here at the Brewers Podcast, and I'll let you think <laughs> about it. Are you a solo artist, band, podcaster, or anyone else who needs recording services? Well, we got a place for you where your vision can become a reality. Welcome to Small Pond Studios, built by hand with heart and sweat equity by musicians for musicians. Go to smallpondstudios.io to reach out to get more information. And make sure you let them know that Brute sent you. Hey, Sound Guy Ryan here. Didn't know if you heard, but we're a part of the Hopped Up Network. There you'll find other informative podcasts about beer. So go ahead, follow them on social media, and visit them on their website, hoppedupnetwork.com, to learn more about the people, beer, and breweries from around the country. And until next time, thanks for listening. Cheers. How do you stand out from all 213,000 breweries in Massachusetts? Uh, I think it's just, it, it always comes down to the technique. It comes down to how we do it. I've basically streamlined our entire process. So I, I think I was telling you guys earlier, look, it's it's a one-man show here in production. I handle all of the tank washing and keg washing and racking. Um, we have an outside company come in for canning days. Uh, I handle all the brewing. I make sure that all the tax paperwork is done. Um, Brian does the scheduling and the ingredients ordering, which is really the hard part of my job, so I'm glad that he does it and not me because I (laughs) could not do that in a million years. Um, But every, like, 
the physical labor on this side of the brewery is done mostly by me. That's why you're so jacked. That's I'm yoked off my yeah. gourds. You guys can't see it, but yeah. Is it Hulk Hogan or the guy from Sterling Street? We don't know. They had to buy me like a special chair that's to crazy. sit in because I'm just so huge. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, I'm not. I'm tiny. <laughs> yeah, tiny compared to the average wrestler. <laughs> um, so I think what makes us stand out is is repeatability and the consistency of the beers and just how simplified our process is and how much that speaks to the quality. Essentially, the way that I approach brewing is the finished product should be greater than the sum of its parts. Um, hmm. And we get that through, like I said, just paring everything down, not to bare bones. You know, I'm not cutting things out. That need to be there. Right. Like, yeah. I, I'm keeping everything in, but we're just simplifying and we're adapting. And we're, we're making sure that things are working the way that they should be. Mm. So every batch of beer tastes and looks the same. Yeah. Consistency. Consistency, think, yeah. I think, too, like you're saying, only having you back here, I mean, you're probably going to do the same thing every time. Right. Right, like, because it's only one person touching everything. Yeah. Like, I, I don't have to worry about someone else coming in and Doing saying... Doing it differently than you would or anyone else would. Yeah. Or, yeah. Nobody else is coming in saying, oh, I have to dry hop today. Then they're dry hopping at the wrong time. Right. Um, right. That's definitely, like, again... That I, I think that that falls into the, the keeping it simple. For sure. Um, yeah, consistent. and Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I know when things, just by, like, look and sight, I know when things have to happen. Um, right, because you're running everything else, and then someone else might not. Like you just said, they might drop right. at the wrong time and or whatever. So. Yep. Let's, we, oh, yeah. Sorry. We also have, you guys listening out there, you can't see it, but we have... I run all of our fermenters as uni tanks mm-hmm. here, so I don't, I don't move beer from tank to tank. So we're already not beating the beer up. Okay. Like we're 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 touching the beer that much less, yeah. which is important. Uh, the bright tank, which is this one right next to us, I use that as a lagering tank because I don't need it to package beers off of. Uh, but our unit tanks are all. When you look at them, the way that they're built, they're short of they're 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 sort of like squat and wide, like they're shorter than normal okay. and they're fatter than normal, and that just does wonders for our fermentation characters. Like that that promotes a really healthy fermentation. Less pressure. Less pressure. Yep. Yeah. Less head pressure on the top of the tank and less osmotic pressure mm. on each individual yeast cell. So we're already dropping stress down, and we're bringing convection up. So we're just getting better fermentation character. Yeah. I think by a stroke of dumb luck, Mason Jesse ordered the exact right tanks for <laughs> what we're doing. Yeah. Good on him. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Nice. Um, what's kind of next for you here? You know, we've talked about that a lot, and I don't, I don't really know what the next steps look like for Sterling Street um, I'm on a need to know basis and right now I don't need to know <laughs> yeah. all I need to know right now is brew keep the on, beer keep on. yeah like <laughs> you know you need to have things done by this date and 
make sure that they're done by this date and done the way that they need to be done. Yeah. Um, there have been talks about expansions. There have been talking. There have been talks about second locations. There have been talks about this, that, and the third. But I would say with what do you think about? Can we uh, just go back? What do you think about second locations for breweries? We've seen Warmtown. We've seen Notch. We've seen a number Widowmaker. of bre- Widowmaker. Second locations. It's very popular in other parts of the country. Yeah, I know it is, and yeah. I, I think it's a good idea. Um, but I think you know your second location should be like okay. So so we're in North Central Massachusetts. We're right in between Worcester and Lemonster. Mm-hmm. Um, they're pretty much a twenty-minute drive. Yeah. Either way you go. If we were going to open up a, set, a second location, it should be down in like it should be on the South Shore. Kind of like Widowmaker did. They were like, yeah. we're going to open in Boston. Right. It should be farther from there. I know, but it is like traffic-wise, it is like it should be. You know, Western Mass. Yeah, it should way be, far away. Yeah, it should be somewhere <laughs> else where you don't have a strong uh, customer base already. A like it, it should be kind of far flung, but also not too far flung that I have to drive very far because I don't. <laughs> I moved to Clinton because I got sick of driving very far. So, <laughs> Mason Jesse, when you listen to this, I don't want to drive very far. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you think that's a Notch did it great. They moved from the North Shore to Boston. Absolutely. Yeah, I like their, yep. that's their a really great move. Yep. And yep. we can talk. I mean, Widowmaker was a good opportunity with the sure. old Brado location. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you go all around the country, we look at Portland, Maine. Right? We have Austin Street, and they're still in Portland proper. It's just two locations. That's a different beer city. I get it completely. Yeah. But more often than not, you see places pretty close, like you were saying. Yeah. I, yeah, that one. It, I mean, if it works for them, it works for them. Yeah, I'm not, like, here to talk shit about that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't think, at least in this area, it's a great idea. Yeah. Um, Because we saw Wormtown, dude, in Foxborough and... Lone Pine. Yeah. And And Lone Pine with with their two locations. Gorham and Portland. I feel like those work. And even when you look at, you know, when you look at Notch in Salem and Brighton, like... As far as miles go, Salem and Brighton are not that far apart, right? But geogra- uh, yeah, geographically not that far, but travel-wise. But you have to drive through Boston to get right. from Brighton to Salem, yeah. Yeah. which means no one that lives in Brighton gonna go is going to go spend... Salem and vice versa. Right. It's not they're even not, a train stop. Yeah. yeah. They're not going to spend two hours sitting in traffic or you know an hour on the train yeah. getting up to Salem from Brighton. So... Notch did it right, where even though they're not geographically far apart, they're now hitting a customer base that was already buying their beer, but wasn't going to their tap room. Yeah. What would be that for you guys? Is it hard to do because you don't do as much, I mean, Notch does a ton of distribution. Yeah, it's, well, it's... It's not a good comparison. we, we We do a fair amount of distribution, but it's all distro, and... Sort of once the beer hits the package, it's outside of my control. Mm. So, like, once it hits the kegs and the cans, um, Mace and Jesse do pretty much all the delivering yeah. and sales. So, I don't really, off the top of my head, know what my foot, what the footprint looks like. Like, I know we're in Worcester, Lemonster, Fitchburg. I was going to say Worcester maybe would be like that. But you're yeah. so close, you just said. So, it's like, 
do you really go to Worcester when you're technically 15 minutes away? Yeah. yeah. Don't <laughs> open up a Patriots place. Right. Everyone, be, everyone else is there, it seems like. Like, for us, I guess if we were going to do something similar to Notch, uh, we would go more towards, like, Marlborough or Framingham. Framingham, yeah. Yeah, Framingham. Mm-hmm. But there's already a ton of breweries. Right. right. We got Jackson, we got Exhibit A. Exactly. Well, it's three, two. Yeah. Maybe three. You're right. You're Not right. that many. No, I guess. Well, and then how many How many are Marlboro now? Three? You got Lost Shoes, yeah. Flying Dreams, and Tackle Box, Tackle Box. in Marlboro. Um, but that's not a problem necessarily. It's not a problem, no. And I know all those guys, and all those guys are friends of mine. Yeah. yeah. So it's 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 one of those things where it's not really competition. It's actually it's bringing us more business. Yeah. And then it's bringing them more. You're business. creating a scene almost. Exactly. Well, right. Yeah. We've talked about this before. Prince was like, "I'm gonna make a cool scene," and then elevate his music. And then scene. Prince yeah. fucking rules. <laughs> Anytime I can mention Prince, we can mention Prince. Yeah. yeah. But it's it's like getting to Marlboro from here sucks. I'm sure. It yeah. sucks. It's like seven no, miles away and it takes 35 minutes. <laughs> it's such a pain in the ass. Yeah. So that would be, I mean, off the top of my head, if I was going to put something close by that would appeal to a huge audience that... You're not necessarily already hitting. Right. Yeah. Like, they already know about us, and sometimes they come out here and they make the trip. Yeah. I would just boop, boop, plop some, Yeah, yeah. plop something yeah. right in Marlboro. Yeah. Nice. Um, what do you feel about, like, the craft industry going for, like, in the future? I know we talked about locations being more centric towards the community, but do you see it getting morphing into anything else? I No, I don't really think so. I mean, I've been wrong about this before, but um, <laughs> I definitely think that the biggest change that I would say off the top of my head that I could reasonably see coming down the pipeline is I think that a lot more breweries are going to open up that are going to be brew pubs as opposed to tap really? I agree with that. Yeah. yeah. We talked to um, uh, Switchback. Yeah, and they're going to brew pub because yeah. they kind of saw the same thing. Mm-hmm. Just made sense; they would bring more money in by having food. The food. Yep. Yeah. So it's so we, funny because that's how the brewery industry in nineteen like nineteen ninety. Right, was that like, was the thing to yeah, do, yeah. right? And that's how like that's how I got my well, John Harvard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah you that's, that's how I started. Have kind off. of gone away yeah. from that, but then you know, with COVID and everything else, they're like, oh, maybe that is the way. Yeah. Right. That is you the know, way. Away. Yeah. <laughs> the way. Yeah. Again, watch a Mandalorian. Yeah. Um, totally sponsored. Thank you. <laughs> um, I'll take my paycheck now. Yeah. Disney. So I don't I don't want to talk about Mystic too much. Mm-hmm. But anytime I get to talk to a Mystic alumni, do you think there's ever a chance that something like Mystic will come back? You know, I think that um I think that Brian, Brian Greenhagen, uh not Mace, my boss. I think Brian Greenhagen wants to do something again. Um, I think that something like Mystic could come back because he had such a cult following, and the recipes and the beers and the techniques that he were come that he was coming up with were so that he was making fucking incredible beers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. I would say hands down, the guy is one of the more talented brewers I've ever met. Uh, mm-hmm. Top three, easily. Um, and his knowledge was insane. Yeah. 
Like, I, I remember being intimidated because he was talking to me one day. He was like, so, uh, you know, here's my thoughts on this batch, this, that, and the third. He was like, this is what I'm tasting. This is what I'm getting. And I think that, you know, you put in the dry hops uh, half a degree Play-Doh. You're like, how do you know this? <laughs> like, <laughs> too late. Yeah. yeah. And he goes over to the sheet, and he was like, oh, yeah, you dry hopped it at 11.5, and it should have been dry hopped at 12, or something like that. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. You're like a savant of beer. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, and I'm standing there like I'm in my muck boots. Right. Covered in like yeast and hops and beer. I'm just like, I have so fucking much to learn from you. Yes. Um, I I think that especially in Brian's case, something like that could easily happen again. Um there was a lot that went into the closure of Mystic that Yeah. A lot of things that are not mine to talk about. Yeah, no, no, no definitely yeah. not. No, no, yeah, yeah. Um, and a lot of behind the scenes stuff that. Are it's not just mine. a brand that you see every once in a while. Whoever mm-hmm. runs the Mystic Instagram page will post something, or we did a meme that like, "What's a brewery you miss?" And we got Mystic like 30, was, 40 people. Mystic, yeah, Mystic, yep. Mystic. Yeah. The the yeah. guy that and runs, then Pretty Lights. You know, it's like the the guy that runs a Mystic Instagram page. Was a sellerman that I hired who now works at Lord Hobo. Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Fun. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think. Would it that, be successful though? I guess is the question. I think so. Yeah. Definitely. I, I, I think that there are definitely changes that would have to be made. That there would have to be different approaches and mm. less problems. Mm-hmm. There were a lot of problems there that already sort of existed that have sort of gone beyond. Sure. Um, through, I mean, they I, got too far. Yeah, I, yeah. I can't, can't po- speak of it. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. it's fine. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah, can't yeah. speak of it, and I also can't point fingers. I'm not going to no. say like, no, you know, we're not asking you to either. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think that, I think that the idea of Mystic, the spirit of Mystic, and the execution of Mystic could absolutely happen That's again. That's the question, right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's a podcast for another day. I would love to get uh, everyone right. that was part of Mystic yep. one day, just like in a room. Just chat. Just like, come on, let's make it happen yeah. again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think there's a lot of people out there, you know, we always, what's a brewery? Uh, you farmhouses are great. Yeah. Was, yeah. It, and like I said, Brian just has a knack for what he did at Mystic. Yeah. yeah. And it would be a shame to see him not making beer again. Yeah. I think it will happen again. Yeah. All right. So this is the end of the podcast because <laughs> the, the GoPro camera GoPro GoPro died. <laughs> GoPro died. So we're, we're fucking we're done. done. We're done now. <laughs> no, but um, so if you were to kind of give like a 30 second spiel why people should come to the Sterling Street, what would it be? Because, uh, I mean, you haven't been here yet, so get your ass out here. Exactly. I like that. It's <laughs> that's pretty simple. I like it. Straight uh, to the point. You yeah, haven't been not, here, so come. do it. Yeah. Do it. You're already driving out to Marlboro. You're already driving out to Hudson. Yeah, don't be a fool. Yeah, you're you're driving out to Treehouse. Just come on, man. Stop in here for a beer, either on your way there or on your way home. We're kind of on the way. You won't regret yeah. it. Or just don't go to Treehouse. Yeah, I said it. Boom. Sorry. <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. sorry. It's not like they're going to come on the podcast anyway, so who cares? Fun fact, I've never been to Treehouse. Good Fun for you, fact, man. I've only been around. once. Have you ever been to Taco Bell? Yeah. Oh, Ryan hasn't. Neither have I. Yeah. There's a combination KFC and Taco Bell 
in Hudson right off 495. Oh, that's awesome. where we're going after this. <laughs> <laughs> Diarrhea. <laughs> well, thank you for doing this today. Absolutely. Thank you guys for having me. It was a lot of fun. Got yeah. a little weird. We got to talk about Mystic. Everyone cried. Yep. And well, uh, But more importantly, come to Sterling Street. Please. Drink their beer. Yeah, please. The garage door might even be open. Yeah. It might be. You, you, you will get to see me working. Yeah. It, Literally. And everyone, you'll yeah. know who it is working. because he's so jacked. He's like, "Where's the jacked guy?" <laughs> Out of my, where's the fucking huge guy? Yeah, where's the fucking guy that's so big, he can't even fit through the fucking door? That's why they him. have. A, <laughs> you got like a big fucking kid who works yeah. here, right, dude? <laughs> I want to fucking mess with him. I want to fucking see if he's really one of those guys, you know? I'm not built like wrestling. a telephone pole. He's like a big, tall telephone pole that they had to enforce with three different telephone poles. Because <laughs> so many drunk drivers hit it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Didn't get caught, though. <laughs> we don't condone drunk driving, just Please for don't. the record. Don't do yeah. that. Yeah, don't do that. Yeah, at all. All right, well, thanks, everyone. It's been real. We'll catch you next two weeks in two weeks. Two weeks. We love you. Ryan? Bye. 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 Cheers. <laughs>